nugget. Boy. Your future has no room. Your future has no room. One more time. <laughs> your future has no room for your past. Don't bring it up. Yeah. You can think about the good things, but don't, you know, look forward to the greater things that are going to take place in our future. Amen. And the greatest thing that's going to take place in our future today is the rapture. Boy, so close, so close. A wonderful thing is going to take place. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen after the rapture? Marriage supper of the Lamb. Well, that's going to be a oh. And everybody's going to wear the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody should complain. Yeah. Well, there might be some complaining, or some afterthoughts, okay? Yeah, that's what we're going to look at tonight, or this morning. So, Father, we praise you, we just give you thanks as we look to the Word. Thank you, Lord, that our, our minds, Father God, will be shaken up, Father God. Our spirits, Father God, will receive greater revelation, Father God. And Father God, the revelation that we receive, Father God, I'm thanking you, Lord, that we'll be able to walk in it and proceed, Father God, as you've called each and every one of us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, well, some believers think it's wrong to want rewards. You know, Oh, you know, give it to somebody else. I don't need it, you know, that type of stuff. But God knows people are motiv motivated by incentives. You know, uh, they, you see uh, advertisement uh, for a car and it says uh, only 2%, you know, this or no interest at all for the first three months or, you know, no, no interest at all for the duration of your car. You know, they get you to, Try to get something. So God knows that we're motivated by incentives. Uh, this is the way he made us. Uh, that's why the word makes things exciting. Because there's promises there for those who walk in his ways to receive. There's some incentives here. If you do this, you'll receive this. Ah, so some of us need a. shake the dust off our Bibles and find out where some of these things are, are talking to us about. So we can get some of the incentives, some of the blessings, some of the rewards that he says that we can have as we do and follow what his procedures are. Amen? Um, some of the benefits here on earth uh, we can partake in. There's joy, favor, health, riches. Just, those are just a few that we can mention right now. Uh, can anybody else uh, give me a list or give me a few other things that, uh, that are good for you? Something, something that... Peace, love, healing, prosperity. Wow, good. Eternal life. Amen. Other rewards or blessings are given on the other side of time. And John already mentioned that, eternal life. Uh, can anybody else share something about that? <coughs> After we get on, we step over to the other side. Some of the blessings. No more tears. No more tears. Boy, that's, that's good because sometimes our eyes get red. See family. Anything else? No more sin. No more, well, yeah, that's, that's a good cancellation. No darkness. No darkness. So, those are some great things on the other side. Okay. Believers, 
So we're going to look at some rewards this morning. So if you want to put down for title, rewards. Believers will, e will be eternally rewarded by Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ for being faithful. So let's now turn to 2 Corinthians. That's 2 Corinthians. We're going to be looking at a few scriptures this morning. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Okay, we're finding out where we've got to be now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body according to that which he hath done, whether it be good or bad. This is talking about Christians. Now, this, this is the judgment seat of Christ. This is not the white throne judgment. The white throne judgment, you don't want to be part of it. That's when everybody is raised up from the dead. And uh, you just don't want to be there. Not, not on that side. Uh, let's read that from the Amplified. We must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive his pay according to that what he has done in his body, whether good or evil, considering what purpose and what motive have been and what he has achieved, been busy with and given himself and his attention to accomplishing. So, what you do down here is going to be rewarded. Okay, let's now turn, since uh, we read that one, let's go to, uh, back up to uh, the book of Romans, chapter 14 this time. We're going to be looking at some rewards. Romans, chapter 14. And we want to go to verse 11, or start with verse 11. That's Romans 14, verse 11. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give an account to himself to God. Okay, from the Amplified. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God, acknowledge him to honor and his praise. Verse 12. And so each of us shall give an account of himself, give an answer in reference to judgment to God. In other words, I'm not going to be able to say, my wife made me do it, Lord. You're not going to say, oh, my boss made me do that. Oh, you know, my, my, I just followed my friends. No, it's going to be you and you alone. So, start, take, start looking at ourselves and taking the blame ourselves instead of trying to put somebody else in, in, in the place. Some believers, unfortunately, will suffer loss of rewards. Oh, let's go back to, not go back, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 this time. So, there's some rewards that uh, we can have, or should have, but we can lose them. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning with verse 10. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid a foundation, and another hath built it thereupon. But let every man take heed of how he builds thereupon. For other foundations can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation silver, gold, and precious stones, wood, hay, and stumble, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and fire shall be tried every man's work of what sort it is. Whoa, glory to God. If any man is work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. 
So everything's going to be tested up there. There's going to be a little, little holy fire. And it's either coming, all the dross is going to be removed and the wood and hay and stubble is going to be burned up. But that what you've got, precious stones and gold and, and silver, is going to be there for you. So there, there's a challenge right there. If you're wanting the good stuff, let's do God's way. Let's do it God's way. All right. So let's go now to the book, book of James, chapter 1. We're going to be jumping around. So each of us have to be, be prepared. <laughs> so James 1, verse 2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into temptations, knowing this, that the trying your faith worketh patience. So we need to be ready. When we're challenged down here, take care of the challenge. Don't fall to the challenge. Drive by that donut shop. <laughs> Whatever. Don't, don't pick up that which you know is a, uh, something that corrupts you. All right? Uh, I'm going to give you a quote from Charles Spurgeon. There are no crown wearers, you know, crown wearers, in heaven who were not cross bearers on this earth. So nobody's going to have nobody's going to have a crown unless they are a cross bearer. That means you need to lift up the word, one that walked by the word. Okay. And what of the what of the unbelievers? And the rebellious who reject the Lord Jesus Christ, um, they will be rewarded. The unbelievers are going to be rewarded. Those that rebel will be rewarded at the great white throne judgment. So let's go to, uh, first of all, the last book of your Bible, the book of Revelation. You want to go to the 20th chapter. 20th chapter. And uh, we will begin with verse 11, and this is talking about the great white throne judgment. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to the works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's pretty heavy. I'm going to read that from the Amplified, beginning with verse 11 again. Then I saw a great white throne and the one who was seated upon it, from whose presence and from the sight of those face, uh, face earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. I also saw the dead, great and small. They stood before the throne and books were open. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged sentenced by what they had done, their whole way of feeling and acting, their aims and endeavors according to which was recorded in the books. And the sea delivered up the dead which were in it, death and Hades, the state of death or disembodied existence, surrendered the dead to them. And all were tried and their cases were determined by what they had done according to their motives aims and works and death and Hades the state of death or disembodied existence were thrown into the lake of fire this is the second death the lake of fire and if anyone's name was not found recorded in the book of life it was hurtled into the lake of fire that's pretty <clears throat> strong stuff that was the great white throne judgment we don't want you don't want to be a, a participant in that okay the believer's judgment seat is uh, 
a recompense or a payback for the deeds done in our body, good or bad. Uh, we look, well, let's, since we're in Revelation, go to Revelation chapter 22. Revelation chapter 22. Jesus is speaking here. Verse 12, that's Revelation 22, 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. My reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Uh, from the Amplified, Behold, I am coming soon. I bring my wages and rewards with me to repay and render to each one just what his own actions and his own works merit. Wow. Pretty heavy. So now we'll go to the Old Testament real quickly and find the book of Ecclesiastics. It's right after Proverbs. Psalms. Ecclesiastics. Okay. And we want to go to the 12th chapter of Ecclesiastics. Twelfth chapter of Ecclesiastics. Verse 13. Ecclesiastics 12, 13. Let us hear the uh, conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Uh, reading it from the Amplified, all has, all, all has been heard, the end of the matter. Fear God, reverence and worship Him, knowing that He is and He keeps His commandments. For this is the whole of man, the full original purpose of His creation, the object of God's providence, the root of character and the foundations of all happiness, the adjustment of all in harmonious circumstances and conditions under the sun and the whole duty of for every man for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it is good or evil wow so uh, you know that's why taking first John 1 John, uh, first John 1 9 cleaning house so when God looks he says there's nothing there I mean you may have committed something but if you cleaned house with 1 John 1, 9, repented of it, there's nothing there. Glory to God. He says, this guy, this girl is staying in good, good stature. You don't want to say, oh, look at this. Look, 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 look. look. In deep, deepest part of their heart, they got something back in there. You're going to be judged for it. We're going to be judged. We can't have that. I mean... That's losing a reward. Oh, wow. Okay, let's look at some of the rewards. We talk about, you know, we're going to talk about, let's find about the rewards. Okay. Uh, there are five rewards or crowns in heaven given to those that prove themselves good. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, it would be darkness upon the face. <laughs> uh, that was challenged already, I tell you. So let's go to first, uh, pardon me, second Timothy. <laughs> second Timothy, I'll have to remember that. Oh, I'll bring a, what do you call those, boom, boom box when, when she's up here. No. <laughs> okay. Second Timothy, did I say second Timothy? I'm sorry. Second Timothy, we want to go to the fourth chapter, second Timothy chapter four. What, kind, what crown do you have here? 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8 tells us. 
Henceforth there is a crown laid up for me, uh, pardon me, laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me on that last day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearance. Okay, appearing. Uh, from the Amplified, as to what remains henceforth, there is laid up for me the victor's crown of righteousness, for being right with God and doing right, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me and recompense me on that great day, and not me only, but also to those that have loved and yearned for and welcomed his appearing, his return. So there's a crown of righteousness waiting for us. Um, those that are looking for his appearing. So if you're looking for the Lord's appearing, looking for that day of rapture, you've got a crown of righteousness. Glory to God. You know, some believers are not looking for that. They're just living day by day. So, you know, come see, uh, what is it? Come see, come saw, or whatever it is, it is, you know. Uh, this is, uh, this, this crown of righteousness is, is saying, you fought the good fight. You finished your course, and you safeguarded the faith. In other words, you never compromised on God's word. That's the crown of righteousness. Glory to God. Are you ready? Do you have a crown of righteousness? That's, that's for you to answer, not, not for me to see. Okay. Okay, let's look at another crown. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, we're going to go to verse 25, or start with verse 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so, to, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I, but I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection, lest by any means that I should be, have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Wow. Uh, from the Amplified. Beginning with uh, verse 25. Now every athlete who, go, who goes into training conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. They do it to win a wreath that will soon wither, but we, do, but we do it to receive a crown of everlasting blessings that cannot wither. Therefore, I do not run uncertainly without uh, definite aim. I do not box like one beating the air and striking without an adversary. But I, like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it, in hardships and subdue it for fear of after proclaiming to others the gospel, the things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit. Wow. Stand, stand, uh, not stand the test. Be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. Wow. So we want the incorruptible or victor's crown here. It's called the victor's crown. Uh, it means you're, you're doing something to your body. In other words, you're, you are not letting your body control you. You're not, not letting the lust of the flesh control you. You're keeping this, keeping this thing down. You, this is a crown. This is an incorruptible crown, the victor's crown. So, you got a crown of righteousness. You got the victor's crown. Whoa, glory to God. Now let's go to James chapter 1. Let's find out the next crown. Quite a few people have gotten this one already. 
you'll understand what I'm saying in a moment. James chapter 1. Verse 12, blessed is the man that endures temptation, but when he's tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. From the Amplified, blessed, happy, and envy is the man who, who is patient under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Okay. What type of crown is this? Can we go further into it? Let's go to, uh, further on to, into the book of Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2, going to verse 10. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. From the Amplified, fear nothing that you're about to suffer. Dismiss your dread and your fears. Behold, the devil is indeed about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested and proved and critically appraised. And for ten days you shall be afflicted. Be loyal, faithful unto death, even you must die for it. I will give you the crown of life. This is the martyr's crown. Let's go look at it further in 2 Timothy. Like I said, many, many have gotten this crown already. Well, some of them have already picked up the first, first two, plus this one is three. Second Timothy chapter 2. This is how you get the martyr's crown as, as far as I'm concerned. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Steady show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not be ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth from the Amplified. Study and be e eager and do, do your utmost to present yourself to God approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. This is the, this is the, a crown, the, you know, there's, there's crowns, there's, but I think this is one of the most, uh, Precious crowns there is, the martyr's crown. And uh, I don't have the statistics before me, but there have been more martyrs, uh, Christian martyrs in, the la in this past century than there has been for the entire thing. I'll get that figure for you uh, at one point here. But there are up into the millions of Christians that have been martyred that would not bow down. I mean, you know, we see it on TV or hear about it all the time um, in the Muslim countries. They're not willing to bow down. So they have that martyr's crown. Okay. Let's now turn to 1 Peter since we're right very close to First Peter chapter 5. We're going to look at this crown here. And some of you have this. I know some of you have this crown. I mean, I'm believing you have some of these other ones. I don't know about the martyrs one yet. <laughs> yet. But I, there's coming a day that even in this country, I think there's going to be martyrs. There has been some people that have been martyred in this country. But um, some of you have are have the, this crown that we're going to look at right now. Okay. That's 1 Peter chapter 5. Verse 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking oversight thereof, not by constraint, but, but willingly, not for fill for lucre, but ready mind, neither uh, being lords over God's heritage, 
but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, he shall, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fades not away. A crown of glory. A crown of glory. Let's now turn to Matthew chapter 5. Crown of glory, Matthew chapter 5. I said some of you are wearing this crown or get ready for it when you get there. Don't lose out. Let's go to verse 19. That's Matthew chapter 5, 19. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these, uh, of these least commandments shall teach men so he shall be called the least of the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, let's go to the Amplify for that. Whoever then breaks or does away with or relaxes one of these least important of these commandments and teaches men so to be called, shall be also called least important in the kingdom of heaven. But he who practices them shall teach and teaches others to do so shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. In other words, this is a crown for teachers. Teachers, pastors, deacons, um, those that are entrusted to the words. I mean, if you're in their children's church or in the nursery, you're teaching, you got a crown. Don't throw it away, you know. You say, ah, it's, it's, it's some, little, some little kids, you know. You're teaching. He says you've got a crown of glory. One that teaches. Hey, so those, those of you in school, that teach school, and you, you, you get a chance to speak the word to these kids, hey, you've got a crown there. Some of you, you could do it all the time. You're not restricted. That's a, that's a wonderful crown. A crown of glory. You know, hey, that's a, I know, there's that Laurel. There's that Gina. They, they taught. They got a crown of glory. So that means we need to have some volunteers, right? <laughs> some of you want to have a crown, you want to get another crown, you need a volunteer. Some of you are, okay. That's that's the fourth crown, right? That's we're looking at so far. Okay. Let's go to over oh, since since we're in Matthew, let's go to Matthew chapter 28. In Matthew chapter 28. I hope you can claim this one. Matthew chapter 28. Looking at verses 19 and 20, the last of the chapter. Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20. Go therefore and teach all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and and the Holy Ghost, teaching and, and uh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Uh, from the Amphilite, go then and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in, in, into the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. To, and behold, I am with you all days, perpetually, uniformly, and in all and every occasions, and and the very close and uh, consummation of the age. Amen. Let it be so. Uh, let's go now to 1 Thessalonians. That's 1 Thessalonians. We'll find out what this one is. 1 Thessalonians. That key section of your Bible. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Ready for this one? Yeah. I hope you got this one. Verse 19. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? 
from the Amplified. For what is our hope or happiness with our victor's wreath of exalting triumph? When we stand in the presence of the Lord at His coming, is it not, is it not you? This is the crown of rejoicing. Let's go to the book of Daniel. Right after the book of Ezekiel. I know you know where that is. Daniel chapter 12. A crown of rejoicing. Looking at Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they shall turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. From the Amplified. And, teach, and the teachers and those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness to uprightness and right standing with God shall give forth light like the stars forever and ever. A crown of rejoicing is, a, is the soul winner's crown. Glory to God. So what do we do with these crowns when we get them? Oh, I got all these crowns here. Now you're in heaven. You're not, you know, okay, you're in heaven. Revelation chapter 4. What do we do with these crowns? In Revelation chapter 4. You know, all of us can have more than one crown. Some of us are carrying quite a few. Others, well, we better start... Uh, Get a hold of what, what the word says and move out, okay? Revelation chapter 4, beginning with verse 10. The four and twenty elder, elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him at that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, which hath, which hath created all things for thy, for thy pres, uh, pleasure. And they are and they are and were created. Uh, first, uh, verse ten from the Amplified: the, four, the twenty-four elders, the members of the heavenly Sanhedrin, fall prostrate before Him who is sitting on the throne, and they worship Him who lives forever and ever. And they throw down their crowns before the throne, crying, "Worthy are You, O Lord God, to receive the glory and honor and, and dominion, for He created all things." By your will, they are, were brought into being and were created. If the 24 elders put their crowns down before the Lord, what do you think you're going to do with yours? You're going to do the same thing. You know, some, some people are only going to take one crown. The crown that they got for being saved, like, like the uh, one thief on the cross. They only have one crown, but it'll be a crown... His glory to give to God, you know, and others will be able to give him numerous crowns. Hallelujah, glory to God. Okay, we need to pursue these crowns, all right, not neglect them. So let's go to Revelation chapter 3. Again. We're looking at this. We saw it once before. Revelation chapter 3, looking at verse 11. Behold, I come quickly, hold fast, which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Wow. No man take thy crown. In other words, we're here on earth, and we're, we are doing what we're supposed to do, and all of a sudden we fall into something. A crown can be taken away. So we need to be watching ourselves so we don't lose a crown. And that's where the tears are going to be. You're going to say, oh my gosh, if I didn't do that, 
I would have been given another crown to the Lord. And then the tears will start flowing. And God said, I'm going to take those tears away so you won't recall those things. But here's, here, hopefully we won't think about what we could have done or should have done, but what we did do, okay? So we got to watch out. Our crowns must be guarded. Okay. Second John. Just back up a couple of books there, a book or so. Second John chapter 1. Second John chapter 1, looking at verse 7 and 8. For many deceivers, that's verse 7 and 8, Second John. For many deceivers are, are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but we will receive full reward. Don't lose your crown because of being de deceived. And this, it says in last days, deception will run rampant. And um, one of the deceptions that is rampant in, in, here in the States is chrisma. Chrislam, I should say. Chrislam. Jesus, our God, our God and all are the same. That's wrong. And, and those that are Entrapped in it are losing out. They may they may lose everything. I'm more likely they will lose everything. Okay, from the Amplified. Uh, let's see. Verse seven, that's Second John seven. For many imposters, seducers, deceivers, and false leaders have gone out into the world. Men who will who will not acknowledge confess or admit the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah in bodily form, such as one uh, as an imposter, seducer, and deceiver, a false leader, antagonist of Christ, and an antichrist. Look to yourselves, take care that you may not lose those, lose, throw away, or destroy all that we and you have labored for. But you may Persevere until you win and receive back a perfect reward. Don't lose your crown. You know, don't listen to the people that are saying, well, you know, uh, they're making Bibles up. Yeah, making Bibles up that are taking, saying that Jesus is not the Son of God. They're putting down a bunch of trash. We've got to be careful. And these are leading Bible makers that have gone astray. And they're making these Bibles to go, those Bibles, I should say, those Bibles to go into the, into the uh, Muslim world. And uh, we haven't seen anything around here, but around the United States right now, there are big, giant billboards that say, Abraham, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Allah. No, A Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Speaking of the, of the Jews and, and the Christians. Worship the same God, Allah. And then they give a place where you go to. And they, those are all around. There's over 120 of them right now. There's a couple in uh, Texas and other places like that. And they are not only in English, but in Spanish. So getting a, pulling those that really don't know much about the Bible, they're pulling them into Chrislam. So we, we have to be aware of what's going on. Amen? Okay. So we need, there's spiritual deception going on. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Neglecting or, or pursuing our crown. Matthew chapter 6.
Okay. Matthew chapter 6, looking at verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thy alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Okay. Wrong motives. Wrong motives will remove your crown. Wrong motives remove your crown. Going back to Revelation chapter 4, or going to Revelation chapter 4. What do these crowns look like? What do these crowns look like? Any plastic? How about... Uh, you used, to, you used to be able to go to, uh, what's that one? Uh, fast food place that you got to, Burger King. Yeah, he's got those, you know, the kids, we get those, you get a, and you put a crown on, and you got a, you know, is your crown a Burger King crown? <laughs> crown? <laughs> okay, Revelation chapter 4, verse 4. Round about the throne were four and twenty, and the four... Oh Round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment. All right, we're going to have white raiment, no spot, wrinkle, <laughs> glory to God. And on their heads were crowns of, what? Gold. gold. You're, these crowns are gold. I mean, white, white. White raiments and gold crowns. Wow. The kings and priests, you know, you had a gold crown. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, now, let's go to Philippians chapter 3. It's not going to be one of those girly girl crowns, you know, with little tiaras, little tiny thing. No, this is going to be a, this is going to be a crown. Amen. Philippians chapter three. Beginning with verse twelve. That's Philippians three twelve. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect. But I follow after, if I may appear, that for which I also am apprehended for Christ. Brethren, I count not myself as apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Glory to God. We have to press in for these crowns. They're not just going to be handed out. It's not going to be like candy. Just because you're a kid. I mean... Uh, those of us that have kids or, you know, or know about kids, when you have candy, they, they all press into you. Uh, some of them are not going to get candy. Some is not going to get the crown. You're going to be pressing in. No, it's not for you. Stand back. He's going to call you up by name. He's, here's your crown. And the rest, some of them are going to be sitting back there and saying, I should have pressed in instead of just being, you know, a bystander or a spectator. God doesn't want spectator. It's an army. Right. And in an army, you have to do work. Right. Whatever it's called, you're called to do, you, do, you work at it. You don't just go brick. I hate to say that, but okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning with verse 24. Know ye not that they which run the race shall all run, but one receiveth the prize? So to run that ye may obtain. Press, press into it. But every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they that do attain a, corrupt, a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Therefore... Therefore, I, so I run not as uncertainty, so I fight 
I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and, and bring it into subjection, lest by any means which I have preached as I myself should be a castaway. We need to press in. Press into what God's called you to do. Oh. 2 Corinthians. We're coming to the end here. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. At 2 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning with verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, we shall be changed into the same image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, from the Amplified, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse, beginning verse 16. But whenever a person turns in repentance to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage and freedom. And all of us, as were unveiled face, because continued to behold in the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, and are constantly being transfigured into his very image in every increasing splendor, and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord. So we need to press in. Amen. Press in to win those, keep those crowns. Amen. Now, results of having these crowns. Romans, pardon me, Revelation. These are most, most of these will be in Revelation. Book of Revelation, we want to go to chapter 2. That's Revelation chapter 2. The results of these crowns. Verse 7, he that hath an ear, that's Revelation 2, chapter 2, verse 7. But he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give him to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the tree uh, of paradise of God. So we, there's a tree of life that we get, participate in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 11. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches, that he that overcometh shall not be hurt by the second death. Glory to God. No second death. Verse 17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give him eat the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone, and in the, in the stone a new name which is written, for no man knoweth saving he that receives it. So you're going to get manna and a new name. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 26. He that overcometh and keepeth my words works to the end. To him will I give power over the nations. Amen. Glory to God. Your appointment. You have an appointment. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed with white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before the Father and before his angels. Well, there, there takes care of one thing right there. It says you can have your name blotted out of uh, the book of life. That means you go to the other judgment. The white throne judgment is where you associate with, with the, the fallen angels and the devil. And there, there's a lot, you know, they say, narrow is the way to the gate and broad is the way to hell. Well, hell has numerous highways, but none of them come out of hell. We just only take one way, the narrow way, with God. Amen? So let's not get our name erased. That means that's why we have to 
Really watch yourselves, especially in these last days. Deception comes. A lot of people are, are being deceived, and they are on their way to hell. You don't want that. We don't want that here. Amen? Okay, let's go to back up one book, uh, a couple of books to 1 John, 1 John chapter 5. In 1 John chapter 5. First John chapter 5, looking at verse 4 and 5. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Glory to God. We have victory over the world. Glory to God. And everything that comes, comes in our direction, just know that. And we, we will keep our crown. Glory to God. So we need to strive. Into the narrow gate. Which gives crowns. Okay. Again. There are millions of roads that lead to hell. But none of them leads, leads anyone out. It's a dead end. You go in that. Take one of the roads. It's a dead end. No, no way out. It's time each and every. It's time to reach the fallen world. Time is running out for them. Not you. Not us. Time is running out for those that are lost. Because if the rapture comes, a lot of people are going to receive that, that uh, mark of the beast. You know, it's, go it's going to be so easy to receive the mark of the beast today. You look at the people, number of people men and women, old and young, getting tattoos. So taking a mark, you know, the, the tattoos now is fashionable. <laughs> getting the mark is going to be fashionable for people. That's why, that's why I feel tattoos are so, being predominant around the world now. They'll, get, they'll take it because it'll be fashionable. And it's, they'll be forever lost. It's up to us. Time's running out for them. We have time for eternity, but our time here on earth for them is restricted. We need to go out there and get some souls win. One, Amen? The only faith that is faith, listen to this, the only faith that is faith is faith that overcomes. That's a good nugget. The only faith that is faith is faith that overcomes. And we have been given that faith and we need to apply that faith. Amen. I hope you got something on that one about at least crowns. Uh, each and every one of us should be striving to pick up some of those crowns and helping others to get crowns too. You know, you see somebody that, that could be doing something, teaching, quote unquote, you get them to teach, they're going to get a teaching crown if, if, they, if they so desire it. Hey, let's, let's not go up just with one crown, your salvation crown. Let's get a few of them. Amen. Okay, let's all stand. Don't forget, you have a quick meeting uh, in the foyer for those that are uh, Ministry of Helps. Yeah, we'll just from there. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that the, we've seen some of the rewards, Father God, that we will be given. Not only for eternity, Father God, these crowns. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that these crowns that uh, we receive, Father God, will be placed at Jesus' feet, Father, in honor of him, Father God, for all that he has done for us. Thank you, Lord. There are other rewards, Father God, that uh, we've not mentioned, but Father God, I thank you, Lord, that these are the valuable ones, Father God, that you give certain precious gifts too. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for the meeting which is going to take place, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that all ears will be open, Father God. All hearts will be receptive. And everyone said, Amen.